The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Happy Saturday to you and a happy St. Blaise Day. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Saturday, February 3rd, 2024, Saturday of the fourth week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's liturgical year B, cycle two. Saturday is a day to pray the joyful mysteries of the rosary. And today is the optional memorial of St. Blaise. We know more about the devotion to St. Blaise than we know about the saint himself. His feast is observed as a holy day in some Eastern churches. In 1222, the Council of Oxford prohibited servile labor in England on Blaise's feast day. The Germans and Slavs hold him in special honor, and for decades, many United States Catholics have sought the annual St. Blaise blessing for their throats. Blaise was martyred in his Episcopal city of Sebastia in Armenia in 316. Now, the Edict of Toleration, which granted freedom of worship in the Roman Empire, was already five years old, but persecution still raged in Armenia. Blaise was apparently forced to flee to the backcountry. There he lived as a hermit in solitude and prayer, but he made friends with the wild animals. One day, a group of hunters seeking wild animals stumbled upon Blaise's cave, They were first surprised and then frightened because the bishop was kneeling in prayer surrounded by patiently waiting wolves, lions, and bears. Legend has it that as the hunters hauled Blaze off to prison, a mother came with her young son who had a fishbone lodged in his throat. At Blaze's command, the child was able to cough up the bone. Thus, the regular devotion of St. Blaze and the blessing of throats. In the end, St. Blaise was martyred. St. Blaise, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. God, you know the desires of our hearts for authentic peace, justice, and love. I offer you my prayers, thoughts, words, actions, joys, and sufferings today, together with Jesus, who continues to offer himself to us in the Eucharist, who continues to reveal himself to us in the poor, the oppressed, the marginalized, the unborn, the most vulnerable in our world. May your Holy Spirit be my guide and my strength today so that I may be a witness to your love, your justice, and your peace, and to the sanctity of each human life. Together with Mary, our mother, sister, and friend, she who carried the Savior in her womb, with all of the communion of saints, and all of us who offer ourselves to you for the good of others today, we pray. Amen. And with Pope Francis, we pray that those with a terminal illness and their families receive the necessary physical and spiritual care and accompaniment. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's 10 Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me and that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins, for the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. 
We read from today's Gospel, the Gospel of Mark, chapter 6. The apostles returned to Jesus and told him all that they had done and taught. And he said to them, Come away by yourselves to a lonely place and rest a while. For many were coming and going, and they had no leisure even to eat. And they went away in the boat to a lonely place by themselves. Jesus, we thank you for this passage today. We realize that it's a very beautiful thing to see the apostles' desire to talk to you, to communicate with you, to return to you after having been sent out, to tell you what's going on, to tell you how things have gone. The apostles returned to Jesus and told him all that they had done and taught. Jesus, this is our mental prayer. We come to you to share our lives with you. We come to you with our concerns, with our worries, with our projects, our plans, our desires, our successes, our failures, and we share it with you. We have this desire to let you in on our life. You know everything already, but you want to hear it from us. And we want someone to tell it to. We tell it to our friends, we tell it to our spouses if we're married, we tell it to a spiritual director, to some close family member. And yet, Jesus, we know that we have to tell it directly to you as well. We have to tell you what's going on. We have this need in our soul to share with you our own life. And Jesus, we see it's very beautiful that the apostles desire to tell you things, to share their life with you, to catch up with you, is met by your own desire to be alone with them. Their desire to talk to you, to be with you, is matched by your desire to be with them and to be alone with them. He said to them, come away by yourselves to a lonely place and rest a while. Jesus, you want my prayer. You want my attention in my prayer. You want to hear from me what I want to tell you. You want to hear what's on my mind. You're interested in me and in my life. And you say, Jesus, to each one of us, in our prayer and in our life, keep praying, keep finding time for prayer. Don't forget me. Make this time. You say to each one of us, come away by yourselves to a lonely place, and rest a while. And they make it happen. And they went away in the boat to a lonely place by themselves. Jesus, help us to make this happen. To go away to a lonely place by ourselves. To be alone with you. And sometimes we have to just do what we can to find Five minutes here, ten minutes there, for a time of mental prayer, for a time of quiet. We have to do what we can. And at times, we have to plan a little bit better to make a little bit uh, bigger sacrifice or a rearrangement of our priorities or our use of time in order to make it happen, in order to make it happen a little bit better, a little bit longer. What would it take 
Jesus to find 20 minutes a day, 20 minutes twice a day, or half hour in the morning and half an hour in the evening, or wherever I think the next step is in my mental prayer, in my interior life. What would it take Jesus for that to happen? Would I have to get up earlier? Would I have to go to bed earlier? Would I have to work a little bit more efficiently during the day so I could stop work and have time for that talk with you, that chat with you, my mental prayer before I go home or on my way home or before I start preparing dinner? What would it take, Jesus, to come away by myself to a lonely place and rest a while with you? Deep down in my soul, I have this desire to be with you. I have this need to be with you, to tell you things. And you also, Jesus, want that from me. And you want to tell me things and listen to me and be with me. And yet you leave me free, Jesus. You leave me free to make it happen. I want it, but do I really want it? Do I want to make it happen? I want it, Lord, but am I willing to look at my day and take the necessary steps to commit more fully to prayer, to commit more fully to finding that time with you, that time alone with you? Jesus, give me the motivation. Give me the willpower necessary to make that kind of change. And I think sometimes we wait around for a kind of emotional motivation to do something. And we say, well, how come I don't pray more? Well, I just wasn't motivated. I don't feel motivated. And I think we're very sentimental beings. We're kind of overly dependent on our emotions. And it's important to realize that emotion or feelings is not the only kind of motivation that there is. To be motivated is not necessarily to feel motivated. To be motivated is simply to have enough reasons for doing something that I choose to do it, that I make it happen. And sometimes the feelings can come from the decision or reflecting on the reasons and and making the decision, making the commitment. And then our feelings kind of like rise to the task. They get on board with the course that we've set. And that's an important thing to realize about our soul is that we have an intellect that's that's capable of seeing the truth. It's not an emotional faculty. And we have a will that's capable of choosing the good, choosing the true good that the mind, the intellect, push before it. And who are we? Well, we're kind of like this combination of the intellect that sees the good, the will that chooses the good, and the emotions that can help us choose the good and help us be fully on board with the truth. We're kind of like this concentration of those three elements, right? Mind, will, and heart, or mind, will, and emotions. And if we just think that, well, I have to be motivated by feelings, well, we're only using a third of our soul, right, to be good, to act. And at times we have to, like, say, well, I can shift, I can shift the emphasis to what's true, 
whether I feel like it or not. And I can shift the emphasis to what's truly good, what I want to do, whether I feel like it or not. And let my emotions kind of catch up or stir my emotions to get on board. So Jesus, help us to commit with our mind, with our will, to more prayer. Do I want it? Yes. But do I really want it? Well, it depends. Am I willing to make resolutions? Am I willing to change my schedule? Am I willing to make those small sacrifices it takes to find that time to be alone with you? We go to Our Lady, Mystical Rose. She knew how to find time for God. She knew how to be alone with Jesus. She knew how to work with Him and to rest with Him and to plan with Him and to plan for Him. Our Lady Mystical Rose, help us to be committed to prayer so that we can unburden ourselves in our Lord, like the apostles did, telling Him what happened, telling Him what's going on. And so that we can please our Lord, who wants our prayer more than we do. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations which you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help. Put them to effect, my Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord. My guardian angel, intercede for me. And of course, you'll find plenty more 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Jesus is the Lord and he will come again. 
When you eat my body and you drink my blood, I will live in you and you will live in my love. When you eat my body and you drink my blood, I will live in you and you will live in my love. We are one body, one body in Christ, and we do not stand That's your Saturday wake-up call this morning. It's John Michael Talbot with We Are One Body and emphasizing the universality of the church. That arrangement features a wide variety of instruments from around the world, including bagpipes and a didgeridoo. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Saturday, February 3rd, 2024. I'm Paul Sadek, and we begin this liturgical day joining with the whole church and led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and and my my mouth mouth will proclaim proclaim your praise. Let us listen to the voice of the Lord. Let us enter into God's rest. Let us listen to the voice of the Lord. Let us enter into God's rest. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. 
Come before him, singing for joy. Let us listen to the voice of the Lord. Let us enter into God's rest. Know that he, the Lord, is God. He made us, we belong to him. We are his people, the sheep of his flock. Let us listen to the voice of the Lord. Let us enter into God's rest. Go within his gates giving thanks. Enter his courts with songs of praise. Give thanks to him and bless his name. Let us listen to the voice of the Lord. Let us enter into God's rest. Indeed, how good is the Lord, eternal his merciful love. He is faithful from age to age. Let us listen to the voice of the Lord. Let us enter into God's rest. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Let us listen to the voice of the Lord. Let us enter into God's rest. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, Benedicta tu in mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Santa Maria, Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, Nunged in ora mortis nostre. Amen. The Lord summons heaven and earth to witness his judgment on his people. The Lord summons heaven and earth to witness his judgment on his people. The God of gods, the Lord, has spoken and summoned the earth from the rising of the sun to its setting. Out of Zion's perfect beauty, he shines. Our God comes. He keeps silence no longer. Before him, fire devours. Around him, tempest rages. He calls on the heavens and the earth to witness his judgment of his people. Summon before me, my people, who made covenant with me by sacrifice. The heavens proclaim his justice, for God himself is the judge. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, 
and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. The Lord summons heaven and earth to witness his judgment on his people. Come to me in your distress, and I will save you. Come Come to me in your distress, and I will save you. Listen, my people, I will speak. Israel, I will testify against you, for I am God, your God. I accuse you, lay the charge before you. I find no fault with your sacrifices. Your offerings are always before me. I do not ask more bullocks from your farms, nor goats from among your herds. For I own all the beasts of the forest, beasts in their thousands on my hills. I know all the birds in the sky. All that moves in the field belongs to me. Were I hungry, I would not tell you, for I own the world and all it holds. Do you think I eat the flesh of bulls or drink the blood of goats? Pay your sacrifice of thanksgiving to God and render him your votive offerings. Call on me in the day of distress. I will free you and you shall honor me. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Come to me in your distress, and I will save you. A sacrifice of praise will give me glory. A sacrifice of praise will give me glory. But God says to the wicked, But how can you recite my commandments and take my covenant on your lips, you who despise my law and throw my words to the winds? You who see a thief and go with him, who throw in your lot with adulterers, who unbridle your mouth for evil, and whose tongue is plotting crime. You who sit and malign your brother and slander your own mother's son, you do this, and should I keep silence? Do you think that I am like you? Mark this, you who never think of God, lest I seize you and you cannot escape. A sacrifice of thanksgiving honors me, and I will show God's salvation to the upright. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it it was was in in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Father, because Jesus, your servant, became obedient even unto death, his sacrifice was greater than all holocausts of old. Accept the sacrifice of praise we offer you through him, and may we show the effects of it in our lives by striving to do your will until our whole life becomes adoration in spirit and truth. A A sacrifice sacrifice of praise will will give me glory. We are always praying earnestly for you, that you may have a deep knowledge of God's will. From the Second Letter to the Thessalonians For the rest, brothers, pray for us that the word of the Lord may make progress and be hailed by many others 
even as it has been by you. Pray that we may be delivered from confused and evil men. For not every man has faith, but the Lord keeps faith. He it is who will strengthen you and guard you against the evil one. In the Lord we are confident that you are doing and will continue to do whatever we enjoin. May the Lord rule your hearts in the love of God and the constancy of Christ. We command you, brothers, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, to avoid any brother who wanders from the straight path and does not follow the tradition you received from us. You know how you ought to imitate us. We did not live lives of disorder when we were among you, nor depend on anyone for food. Rather, we worked day and night, laboring to the point of exhaustion so as not to impose on any of you. Not that we had no claim on you, but that we might present ourselves as an example for you to imitate. Indeed, when we were with you, we used to lay down the rule that anyone who would not work should not eat. We hear that some of you are unruly, not keeping busy, but acting like busybodies. We enjoin all such, and we urge them strongly in the Lord Jesus Christ to earn the food they eat by working quietly. You must never grow weary of doing what is right, brothers. If anyone will not obey our injunction, delivered through this letter, single him out to be ostracized, that he may be ashamed of his conduct. But do not treat him like an enemy, rather, correct him as you would a brother. May he who is the Lord of peace give you continued peace in every possible way. The Lord be with you all. This greeting is in my own hand, Paul's. I append this signature to every letter I write. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. When you opened your hearts to the message of God, you received it, not as the word of men, but as what it truly is, the word of God. You have heard the word of truth, the good news of your salvation. You received it, not as the word of men, but as what it truly is, the word of God. A reading from the Pastoral Constitution on the Church in the Modern World of the Second Vatican Council. The activity of man, as it has its origin in man, has man also as its end. Man, through his work, not only introduces change into things and into society, he also perfects himself. He learns a great deal. He develops his powers. He advances above and beyond himself. This kind of gain, properly understood, is more valuable than any external possessions. Man's worth is greater because of what he is than because of what he has. In the same way, all that men do to secure greater justice, more widespread brotherhood, and a more humane structure of social relationships has more value than advance in technology. Technological development may provide the raw material for human progress, but of itself it is totally unable to bring it into being. The criterion, therefore, for assessing man's activity is this. 
does it, in accordance with God's plan, fit in with the true good of the human race, and allow man, individually and corporately, to develop and fulfill his vocation in its entirety? Many of our contemporaries, however, seem to be afraid that a closer relationship between religion and man's activity will injure the autonomy of men or societies or the different sciences. If by the autonomy of earthly realities we mean that created beings and even societies have their own distinctive laws and values which must be gradually identified, used, and regulated by men, this kind of autonomy is rightly demanded. Not only is it insisted on by modern man, it is also in harmony with the design of the Creator. By the very fact of creation, everything is provided with its own stability, its own truth and goodness, its own laws and orderly functioning. Man must respect these, acknowledging the methods proper to each science or art. One should therefore deplore certain attitudes of mind which are sometimes found even among Christians because of a failure to recognize the legitimate autonomy of science. These mental attitudes have given rise to conflict and controversy and led many to assume that faith and science are mutually opposed. If, on the other hand, the autonomy of the temporal order is understood to mean that created things do not depend on God and that man may use them without reference to the Creator, all who believe in God will realize how false is this teaching. For creation without the Creator fades into nothingness. The Lord has blessed you in all that you have done. He has watched over your progress as you journeyed through the vast desert. The Lord your God has been with you. No need of yours has been forgotten. As a father teaches his son, so the Lord your God was disciplining you. The Lord your God has been with you. No need of yours has been forgotten. Let us pray. Grant us, Lord our God, that we may honor you with all our mind and love everyone in truth of heart. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Well, Jesus has become a bit of a rock star. People follow him wherever he goes. It's in today's Gospel, coming up in just a few minutes on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app.
That's my auto harp teacher, Karen Mueller, with an old Welsh hymn called Hifferdal, which you might know better as Alleluia, Sing to Jesus, or numerous other lyrics have been inserted into the tune. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek, and in today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the crowds have followed Jesus, and he looks at them, and he can see that they are spiritually lost. It's from the sixth chapter of the Gospel of Mark. The apostles returned to Jesus and told him all that they had done and taught. Come away by yourselves to a lonely place and rest a while. For many were coming and going, and they had no leisure even to eat, and they went away in the boat to a lonely place by themselves. Now many saw them going and knew them, and they ran there on foot from all the towns and got there ahead of them. As Jesus went ashore, he saw a great throng, and he had compassion on them, because they were like sheep without a shepherd. And he began to teach them many things. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group Daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. Jesus, oh Jesus, hear your mother's cry. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us now. Pray for us now, now and at the hour of our death. Pray for us now, amen. Jesus, oh Jesus, hear your mother's cry.
That's our Saturday tribute to the Blessed Virgin Mary. First, it's Russ Rattler with the Hail Mary chant, followed by Donna's relaxing version of Salve Regina. I'm Paul Sadek. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. We join the whole church in prayer once again. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. As light of day returns once more, with joyful voices let us sing to God of glory infinite, to Christ our Lord for all his grace, through whom the great Creator's will called day and night from nothingness, appointing them successive law, till time itself shall pass away. True light of every faithful soul, unfettered by the law of old, no shades of night can fall that dim, your dazzling and undying light. O Father, uncreated light, be with us as the hours go by, that we may please your Son this day, filled with the Holy Spirit's power. We do well to sing to your name, Most High, and proclaim your mercy at daybreak. We do well to sing to your name, Most High, and proclaim your mercy at daybreak. It is good to give thanks to the Lord, to make music to your name, O Most High, to proclaim your love in the morning and your truth in the watches of the night, on the ten-stringed lyre and the lute, with the murmuring sound of the harp. Your deeds, O Lord, have made me glad. For the work of your hands I shout with joy. O Lord, how great are your works! How deep are your designs! The foolish man cannot know this, and the fool cannot understand. Though the wicked spring up like grass, and all who do evil thrive, They are doomed to be eternally destroyed. But you, Lord, are eternally on high. See how your enemies perish. All doers of evil are scattered. To me you give the wild ox's strength. You anoint me with the purest oil. My eyes looked in triumph on my foes. My ears heard gladly of their fall. The just will flourish like the palm tree and grow like a Lebanon cedar. Planted in the house of the Lord, 
They will flourish in the courts of our God, still bearing fruit when they are old, still full of sap, still green, to proclaim that the Lord is just. In him, my rock, there is no wrong. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as as it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Take our shame away from us, Lord, and make us rejoice in your saving works. May all who have been chosen by your Son always abound in works of faith, hope, and love in your service. We do well to sing to your name, Most High, and proclaim your mercy at daybreak. I will create a new heart in you and breathe into you a new spirit. I will will create create a new heart in you and and breathe into you a new spirit. I will take you away from the nations gather you from all the foreign lands, and bring you back to your own land. I will sprinkle clean water upon you to cleanse you from all your impurities, and from all your idols I will cleanse you. I will give you a new heart and place a new spirit within you, taking from your bodies your stony hearts and giving you natural hearts. I will put my spirit within you and make you live by my statutes, careful to observe my decrees. You shall live in the land I gave your fathers. You shall be my people, and I will be your God. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. I will create a new heart in you and breathe into you a new spirit. On the lips of children and infants, you have found perfect praise. On the lips of the children and infants, you have found perfect praise. How great is your name, O Lord, our God, through all the earth. Your majesty is praised above the heavens, On the lips of children and of babes you have found praise to foil your enemy, to silence the foe and the rebel. When I see the heavens, the work of your hands, the moon and the stars which you arranged, what is man that you should keep him in mind, mortal man, that you care for him? Yet you have made him little less than a god. With glory and honor you crowned him, gave him power over the works of your hand, put all things under his feet. All of them, sheep and cattle, yes, even the savage beasts, birds of the air and fish that make their way through the waters. How great is your name, O Lord our God, through all the earth. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Almighty Lord, 
how wonderful is your name. You have made every creature subject to you. Make us worthy to give you service. On the lips lips of of the children children and infants, infants, you you have have found perfect perfect praise. praise. A reading from Second Peter. What we await are new heavens and a new earth, where, according to his promise, the justice of God will reside. So, beloved, while waiting for this, make every effort to be found without stain or defilement and at peace in his sight. Consider that our Lord's patience is directed toward salvation. The Word of the Lord. Thanks 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 be be to God. God. It is my joy, O God, to praise you with song. It It is is my my joy, joy, O God, to to praise you with song. To sing as I ponder your goodness. To to praise praise you with with song. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. It It is my my joy, O God, to to praise you with song. Lord, guide our feet into the way of peace. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Lord, Guide our feet into the way of peace. Let us adore God, who has given hope and life to the world through his Son, and let us humbly ask him, Lord, hear us. Lord, hear us. Lord, Father of all, you have brought us to the dawn of this day. Make us live with Christ and praise your glory. Lord, Lord, hear us. You have poured out faith, hope, and love upon us. Keep them firmly rooted in our hearts. Lord, hear us. Lord, let our eyes be always raised up to you. So that we may swiftly answer your call. Lord, hear us. Protect us from the snares and enticements of evil. Keep our feet from stumbling. 
Lord, hear hear us. Now let us pray as Christ the Lord has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. All-powerful and ever-living God, splendor of true light and never-ending day, let the radiance of your coming banish from our minds the darkness of sin. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. This seems like a good time to remind you that Lent actually begins just a week from this coming Wednesday. That's when Ash Wednesday is on February 14th. And this is a good time to start thinking about just what your Lenten sacrifice is going to be. I know that a lot of people talk about not giving something up, but doing something good. And that's a good thing, too. But Lent, after all, is about sacrifice. Sacrifice, of course, can be made positive. And I dare say that if you're thinking about sacrificing chocolate, or pizza? Okay, but I think you can do better than that. I know I probably can. So ponder it, pray on it, and get to Mass on Ash Wednesday, receive your ashes, and go forward. The Saturday edition of Morning Air is coming right up with John and Glenn. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central, or on the relevant radio app. In the meantime, you go out Make this a great day and a great weekend, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio.